folks, back in the jar of the boss man show with John Beckler this week. We have a great show for you with uh, our first guest, Robin, the Tennessee Volunteers. We got Johnny Dawkins, Super Bowl preview for you, and the boss report. First, we have on the line with Coach Lanier. Coach, how things in Knoxville today, man? Yeah, thanks, man. Everything is going well. Just, uh, like I said, enjoying a great middle school girls' game right now, which is really exciting. And uh, getting ready to hit the road tomorrow to go down to Starkville for another road game. Yes, indeed. Well, Coach, you're coming off a great win against Auburn the other night to send your winning streak to four games in conference, Coach. So what's been the ingredients to you guys playing so good this last few games here? You know what? Uh, I think over the, uh, the most recent stretch, uh, we've done a much better job taking care of basketball. Uh, we've been defending at a pretty good level. And, um, you know, we we, 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 uh, we reached a point where we've got uh, some some real positive role definition. Our guys are really starting to understand uh, their roles and the chemistry is starting to, to really come together with this young group. So uh, a lot of fight. We've been rebounding the ball well, defending, and taking care of the basketball. And, Coach, do you feel that being able to test yourself with quality opponents in the non-conference portion of your schedule and bouncing back from some tough games have given your guys uh, an extra boost and kind of spurred the good uh, run that you're on right now? I do. I, I think they're all, you know, particularly when you're playing young guys, uh, they've had uh, pretty varied experiences uh, in a relatively short period of time uh, when you consider the, the you know, close and disappointing losses against some of the best teams, uh, some hard-fought games. Uh, at home, um, we won on the road. We've lost some games that are tough, and and, and all of these guys have had a lot of minutes. So uh, certainly, we we uh, we we become somewhat of a hardened team to this point. Uh, I, I think their expectations and their standards have been raised inside the group, and uh, I, I do think all of those experiences, the schedule, uh, the way some of the games just went, have all contributed to. Uh, uh, some of the mental toughness that we showed, and, and obviously we got a long way to go. And coach, looking ahead, of this game Mississippi State, coach, uh, what are the things you're seeing for them on film that you're going to have to execute very well to beat those guys down there at the hump and talk to you? Yeah, they're a tough team. You know, uh, they they got some size. Um, they got a tremendous scorer and, and Weatherspoon. He really uh, is a guy that can really get going and has been an aggressive, uh, uh, creative young point guard who. Uh, you know, just just plays with uh, great intensity and really puts a lot of pressure on your defense. Um, so, you know, they, they, they really present a lot of challenges. Like us, they, they're, they're young as well, but they've got a little bit more length than we do, uh, a little bit more size, and um, they really hurt us on the glass last game. The kid Harrard, you know, had, had a really, really good game. Uh, so it's going to be a physical game. And Coach Howard talked about it after the game that, that – uh, you know, that we we played a more physical brand of basketball in that particular game. So I expect those guys to be uh, ready to respond in time. Now, Coach Lanier, you're uh, year two at Tennessee. So I was wondering what the biggest difference you feel uh, there is in the program from last year to this year. Well, anytime you come into a program, your objective is to uh, set your culture. Um and it takes time to do that. And I, I would say here, too, we're further entrenched in that culture. And uh, we, we have some guys that are carryovers who, who 
uh, I bought in. Uh, so uh, when, when these new guys came in, there was there was some carryover. We weren't we weren't doing it all on our own. And, uh, we were getting some help from inside our team in terms of trying to convey uh, what we what we want to be all about. And so um, I wouldn't say we hit the ground running. We still got some some ways to go. But uh, certainly, I think the culture that, that, that we aspire to build is, is starting to take off. Folks, we're joined by Rob Lanier, Tennessee Volunteers Associate Head Coach here on the Boss Man Show. Now, Coach, uh, who are some guys local to the Atlanta area, listening area, that you guys may be having your eye on to come up to UT? And how have you learned as a recruiting base for you guys? Would it be a straight shot down I-75 from you guys in Knoxville? Yeah, there's a great deal of talent there. Uh, it's a great basketball city. You know, I've been doing this for a long time, and uh, you know, there was a time where, uh, you know, New York was like the hotbed for high school basketball. And, and, uh, I, and in a lot of ways, I've said this to a lot of people that Atlanta has kind of supplanted New York in terms of, you know, the amount of talent that comes out of that area and the, and the overall interest and passion for the game in that, in that region is, is really grown. Um, and obviously right up the road is, is a great, uh, place for us to tap into, and, and uh, we, we intend to continue to work hard to build the relationships because kids want to play close to home, and uh, you know we're very close to that area. And, you know we're, we're centrally located to a lot of uh, areas that that have an abundance of talent, so we're situated in a good a good way. The big thing for us is to uh, continue to build our team so that we can build the credibility that will allow us to go in uh, to these areas and be well received. Now, Coach, I wanted to pick your brain a little bit about um, your your work as the associate head coach uh, at Tennessee. And first, I would like to know what it's like to work with a legendary coach such as Rick Barnes. And then secondarily, you know, what is the, what's it like behind the scenes as the associate head coach at a big-time program like Tennessee? Well, first of all, um, you know, like I said, I've been in the business for 27 years. I've been very fortunate to work at some great institutions with some great people. And, uh, you know, Rick Barnes is one of a kind. Uh, you know, I think, uh, as you guys know, in any profession, uh, the best thing that can happen for you is to work with good people. Uh, and I, I've been fortunate to work for a great person, Rick Barnes. He really cares about the people that, that, that are in the program and their families. And, um, you know, from a professional standpoint, he allows you to do your job. You know, he, he's always said, I want guys who want to be head coaches, and I want to hire responsible guys who are self-motivated, and I'm going to allow them to do their job. And um, and so, you know, we, we've got a great staff. Um, we've got great chemistry inside of our staff. We work hard together, and we work really hard at trying to bring uh, Coach Barnes's uh, uh vision for Tennessee basketball to fruition. And um, it, it, it's a great place. There's great support here, great passion for basketball. Um, and really, more than any place I've worked at, um, we've got just an unbelievable uh, basketball fan base. And uh, so we're, we're just excited. And I think as we go forward, the community is uh, uh, coming more and more to embrace, um, you know, our culture that I spoke about earlier, I think it's a great fit. Uh, and Coach Barnes is a great fit for Tennessee, and Tennessee is an excellent fit for him. 
and we couldn't be more happy to be at a, at a place like the university. Now, Coach, would you say that Tulsa Bowling Arena is probably one of the biggest on-campus arenas outside of, uh, in college basketball outside of guys who play the NBA arenas? It probably is the biggest one, one of the biggest ones on campus. No, I wouldn't say it's one of the biggest ones. I would say it is okay. the biggest one. Uh, there's, 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 uh, there's two others uh, that are bigger in college basketball, but neither of them are on campus. Uh, so on arena, we, we do have the biggest on-campus arena in college basketball. So thanks for bringing yes, that up. Yes, indeed. Now, Coach, I want to Tennessee State, so I just, I must, I must be I'm full honest with you. When I hear Rocky Top, sometimes it, 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 it grinds my nerves a little bit. But I'm a professional, so I do my job. But sometimes that Rocky Top so kind of grinds my nerves a little <laughs> well, bit. I can, relate, I can relate to that now. You know, I spent four years as an assistant at the University of Florida. And it was a, it was a pretty healthy rivalry uh, uh, back then, and, and uh, I was not very fond of the checkerboard and, and the song either. And I, I've certainly have come to love it now. And uh, I'll to you too, Tennessee uh, State. You got you a great young coach over there who's got a bright future in this profession as well. They're doing heavy. Yeah, I hope we can keep him for a year or two more. Because <laughs> I. <laughs> I already know yeah. what's coming for the coach forward. Bigger, yeah. bigger things coming for that guy. I already know that guy's an amazing coach. I, I remember they, they played you guys last year, yeah. a tough game. I was actually up there. The Shields gave you a hard yeah. time up there, but they had they had the game. They should have won the game. But yeah. you guys, being the, who you are, you know they tied up at the end, and you all got made the place at the end, and you won the game there. Yeah, it was, it was a tough game. I, you know, I don't I don't know coach forward personally, but uh, you know I really respect the job that he's doing. I like following young coaches. That's For you, coach, this. Uh, I have to ask coach, coach this question because do, do you all watch the NBA game a little bit to kind of borrow things schematically to help you guys out on, on your team and match your talent? Because the Golden State Warriors are moving the basketball, the Spurs, the Hawks a little bit, but how did the ball move and player movement? That's some things you want to use and maybe incorporate in, in your guys' scheme as well. I, I think I think all coaches uh, try to learn from other coaches at all levels. I mean, you know, we can pick up something from a high school coach and age. And obviously, uh, some of the best, the best basketball world, uh, basketball in the world is being played at the NBA level and, 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 and the international game. Uh, and, and I would say the international game has had a tremendous influence on the NBA as we see it today. You know, what you're talking about with the, with the Spurs and, uh, you know, Dan Tony's influence, the run he had in Phoenix, and what you see with, uh, with Golden State. You know, I wish we had uh, four guys like the guy uh, to run some of that stuff. But uh, but certainly we, we we try to get better uh, in any way we can and try to learn as much as we can from other guys that are doing it right. Hey, Coach Lanier, I'll tell you what, man. I appreciate your time tonight, Coach, calling in with us tonight on the show, Coach. And look, look forward to having you on in the future again, Coach, and, and hope you guys win that game in Stockfield this weekend, okay? All right, have a good one, Coach. Guys. All right, it's Ralph Lanier here on the Boss Man Show.
Hello, I'm Dana Ford, head coach of the Tennessee State Tigers men's basketball team. And I'd like to invite you to be a part of the Rebound Foundation game that takes place February 16th at the Gentry Center at 8 p.m. Central and can be seen on ESPNU. The mission of the Rebound Foundation is to provide the necessary building blocks for women and children recovering from domestic violence. You can make a contribution without being at the game at pledgeit.org, TSU Rebound Challenge. To find out more information about the Rebound Foundation, visit www.thereboundfound.org. You can also follow us on social media at the handle The Rebound Foundation. Help the Tigers stand up against domestic violence by pledging to end it. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grinding NC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind, ENT. Believe in it, get it. Show is joined by Rob Bonier, Tennessee Volunteers. Now we're joined by UCF head coach Johnny Dawkins here on the Boss Man Show. Coach Dawkins, how are things in Orlando today for you? Uh, things are going okay. You know, we're still in the middle of the season. It's February, so at that time of year for all basketball teams, it's very exciting. And, Coach, as we sit here at 14 and 8 for you guys on the year, with Memphis coming to town this weekend, how pleased are you with your record of being a first-year coach at UCF and getting to establish your your culture there, being forced to have a winning record so far this midway point of the season here? Uh, I think it's very important. You know, you always want to, you know, perform well. You want to go out there and, and be competitive. 
and especially for our seniors, guys that I'm only going to have an opportunity to coach for one year, I always want to make sure I give them my best, and I want them to know that no matter what, you know, they're part of UCF family, and that, uh, you know, I want them to feel that way forever. So I want to make sure that when they go out, they, they go out knowing that the coaching staff and everybody involved gave them their best. Now, Coach, in terms of uh, wins and losses, along with the, the name you built for yourself and the business and the trail you followed, do you feel that that's going to boost your efforts in recruiting and maybe show guys that there's something special brewing in Orlando at UCF? Well, I hope everyone's taking a, you know, notice at what we're doing because we're trying to build something special, as you mentioned, and, and we believe we can. But, you know, we need our community to rally behind us, and we need people, you know, from outside of our state to see that, that this is a, uh, a destination that, that can be, you know, very fruitful for them. And coach, looking ahead, this game at Memphis uh, coming to your place. Uh, what things you seen from them? I'm similar on film from your perspective. And coach, how much do you tweak from the game you played with them about ten days ago up at their place? What what do you tweak to make that game going your way this time around down at your place? Well, we have to, we have to play better. I mean, Memphis is a very good team, and and, and they have a great coach, and they and they play well. I think uh, you know we have to be better, you know, and and pretty much every facet on both sides of the basketball, we need to do a better job, but. You know, I thought they did a good job of executing. Uh, they have some terrific players, some talented guys, and those kids were able to step up and make plays, especially the Lawsons. And, and that's something that, uh, you know, that we knew. And going into the game, it was the first time actually seeing them in person. They're very impressive. And the young man Crawford is very good as well. Coach Dawkins, you spoke with JR back in uh, May of last year. And I'm curious to know what the biggest difference you feel there is in the program you know, since that last conversation with the boss? Uh, I wrote that question again. I couldn't hear you. Oh, I'm sorry, Coach. I just was curious about the, the biggest difference you see in the program from uh, today back to when you spoke with Jr. back in May. Uh, well, the program is, is amazing. You know, it's, it's a program that uh, has a lot of potential. I, I thought that when I made that, when I made the decision to come here and, it's something that, you know, I'm, I'm very happy that I did. I just see so much, you know, that can be accomplished here. Uh, the sky's the limit, you know, both on and off the court. I think it's a great place for young people to, to grow. It's a great community to work and live in. And, and like I said, for the sports, I mean, I think it's second to none. And, and we want to make sure we establish that type of program here at UCF. And, Coach, uh, would you say being in the conference room helps you as well for success? Because you're in the AAC, you know, it's not a deep, deep league per se like the ACC or something like that, that you can actually build your build your brand, build your program, and actually dominate this league if you build it the right way, fight guys in your program and immerse in your culture. No, absolutely. You know, we want these guys, you know, the league is incredible. It's one of the best leagues in the country. You know, we call it a Power Six Conference. You know, four of our, you know, teams out of our 11 were in the tournament last year. We would have had five. SMU just, you know, couldn't go because of, you know, some uh, some sanctions. But, you know, it just shows the level of talent in this conference and the level of coaching. So uh, with that, you know, we feel we can compete with anyone. And we want to, you know, we're proud of that. We want to show, you know, everyone just how well the AAC can perform, you know, in and out of conference. And, Coach, uh, for all some people in the Atlanta area here, locally here, are there any guys you're targeting to bring down there to UCF? And also, Coach, how do you view Atlanta as a recruiting ground for you being down the road in Orlando up to come up to to come up here to kind of see some talent you might bring down to Orlando when you go away from home, but not too far away, but come down there and play with you guys in that warm weather of Orlando, my hometown? <laughs> well, I tell you what, you know, Atlanta has a lot of talent and in the surrounding areas, and it's definitely a place that we want to recruit. 
I'm sure as does a number of institutions. And uh, yeah, we have a young man committed from you know from that area uh, now. They'll be playing for us next season, so we're excited about that. And so, uh, yes, absolutely. I think it's a neighboring state, and it's a state that uh, produces a lot of young talent that, that, that I think fit our profile. Uh, Coach Dawkins, JR and I speak to a lot of different uh, coaches in different sports, and one thing uh, they always have in the back of their mind, uh, sometimes in the front, is one or two players who they've identified as uh, stepping up and being really pleased with the way that they've contributed to the team, uh, whether it be on or off the court, in a positive way. Do you have any uh, any players like that that you want to uh, talk about this, uh, this evening? Oh, well, we have a number of players that I'm very proud of. You know, I'm, I'm proud of all of our guys and what they do off the court because our guys are great representatives of, of our university. Uh, they're true student-athletes. They, they really value the education. And then on the court, I think they, they represent us well, too. They represent us mainly by how they play. And if you go out there and you play hard, you compete and you play together, you know I think you're playing the right way, and I think our team does that. JR, I just I wanted to jump in real quick. I have one quick follow-up question for Coach. Is there, uh, are there any awesome nicknames oh, for the players on the team? Like the locker room? Who's got the best nickname in the locker room? Uh, I couldn't tell you that. I'm not, I don't keep up with those guys and their nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't keep up with them. I call them all by their, their names. <laughs> Hey, coach. You, Here's you, what we'll do. We'll, we'll take a we'll take a poll. We'll get some inside information, and we'll report back. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd appreciate that. You probably could find that out before I could. Hey, coach. You're you're thing is late. My guys are on social media being crazy. They're going to class. They're going get, get, get the workouts in. Forget nicknames. We need to go to class and be ready for practice every day and play with the white way. They're white coach. <laughs> I'm excited. I love our guys. I love what our institution stands for and what our kids are doing. And uh, they make us proud every time they, they represent us on that corridor or out in the community. Now, Coach, we talked to Mayor, of course, John mentioned. Now, Coach, how's your family living in Orlando? Now, that's my hometown, Coach. How is it to live and work in Orlando every day? I, I miss being back in Florida. I, I love the place. I live, But, Coach, how do you enjoy my hometown, man? You know what? You have a beautiful hometown. You know, I've really enjoyed it. You know, uh, you know, everyone's been great to me here. It's been a place where, uh, you know, you can easily, like I said, raise a family, which has been wonderful. And also, like I said, it's a great sports town. So it has everything that I enjoy, sports and, and the ability to, uh, like I said, be in an area where the great weather and you can raise your family. Coach, we, uh, we also like to speak with uh, men in your position about uh, the pro level in their sports, their respective sports, for you, the NBA. Do you ever tune in and try to see if there's anything that the, the pro level is doing schematically that you can borrow or that you think you might have success with in some uh, variation of it that you, you know, maybe you already do something scheme-wise that uh, was drawn from the pro level? Is there any, anything that you do in that regard? Uh, well, I haven't played in the NBA for almost a decade, and, I've been involved with that game for a long time. You know, for, there's always things you can take, you know, from, from what they do. Just some of their, their offensive schemes, their defensive schemes, you know, things that they do at a high level because they have to. They're playing against the best players in the world. So, you know, I think they do a great job of studying the game because they they play so many games that, that they have to prepare so much differently than probably even a college team. That, uh, that I've always liked to kind of watch what they do. I'll watch NBA games and get tapes of different segments of them to kind of see if there's anything that kind of can be used for what we do at our level. And uh, if, it, if it applies to our level, then it's something that I'm always open to trying to do. 
Hey, Coach Dawkins, I thank you for your time tonight, Coach. The coach, I'm glad you enjoyed my hometown. I, I think I missed you. You, was out, you, you all, I think you was gone this weekend. You all were in the town this weekend. I was in the Pro Bowl. So I, when I come back home, Coach, we'll come by there and see you, see you guys. And hopefully you'll be in the office when I'm down there, man. And you're more than welcome to come by anytime, man. That'll be great. Yeah, I'm loving your area. I'm making it my hometown. Right. You're a coach. You're officially a Florida man there, Coach. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I'm enjoying it. So thanks a lot. Hey, you guys take care. All right, Coach. Have a good one. Folks, it's John Douglas here on the Boss Man Show. I'm Dana Ford, head coach of the Tennessee State Tigers men's basketball team, and I'd like to invite you to be a part of the Rebound Foundation game that takes place February 16th at the Gentry Center at 8 p.m. Central and can be seen on ESPNU. The mission of the Rebound Foundation is to provide the necessary building blocks for women and children recovering from domestic violence. You can make a contribution without being at the game at pledgeit.org, TSU Rebound Challenge, to find out more information about the Rebound Foundation, visit www.thereboundfound.org. You can also follow us on social media at the handle The Rebound Foundation. Help the Tigers stand up against domestic violence by pledging to end it. all your photo video and voiceover needs check out the fine folks blu-ray productions they will take good care of you if you don't believe me you can see for yourself check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv the facebook page blueberry productions also a vimeo page a youtube page and it's blueberry b-l-u-b-e-r-r-y prod on twitter check them out today blueberry productions great people great work great service Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions, or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success, and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. 
awesome man show. I promise you a great show. We had Rob Lanier, Tennessee Fall Associate Head Coach. We had John Dawkins, UCF, uh, the official. He's official Florida man, John. He's a Florida yeah. man. <laughs> Yeah, coaches. Both coaches were great. Were great. Those were both great interviews. Both super. Uh, they they seem like super cool guys. Uh, absolutely would would love to play for both those dudes. They seem like they were down. Yes, indeed. Now, John, you know it's the big game this weekend. The Atlanta Falcons are playing the New England Patriots the Super Bowl in Houston, John. And we need, we need to preview that matchup, man. And uh, I, I'm gonna take the Atlanta side. You know, I cover their games the most. I'm around them the most, but. Uh, I think that John, if Coach Belichick decides to take away Julio Jones, that there's still problems for him with Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman. And also on the other side, you have Sanu, Justin Hardy, um, who's been on the show before as well, Taylor Taylor Gabriel, and Audrey Robinson, and Austin Hooper, and Levine Tololo. I mean, there's the Falcons' offense is dangerous. That's a video game offense, John. And I feel like that. Belichick can take away Julio Jones, but there's still other weapons on the Falcons' offense. Offense now the Falcons' defense plays that Seattle cover three defense, which is a lot of holes in their defense. We've covered that before with Javon Hay and other people. Can Dwight Freeney that against the show, my buddy, and Vic Beasley affect Tom Brady's and move him off his spot, John? That's the key. Can the defense of the Falcons get enough stops to let let their offense just run up and down the field on the Patriots? And Belichick decided, hey, hey. Play a slow play, let Devontae Freeman and Coleman run down the field, or he want to take away Julio Jones, so I'll stop the run and let Sanu and them guys get off, John. So on the back of the ball, John, I feel like, hey, they have to keep the offense pressing forward and affect the quarterback, Brady, and hopefully cover on the back end enough to get to stop those little zone routes. They like to run a little dig routes, a little crossing patterns, those pick plays, and hopefully get enough stops to let Matt Ryan and those guys win that game for them Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I think on the Atlanta side, Jr., you, you really, I mean, you're going up against the Patriots and love them or hate them. I mean, they're great. They win constantly. They've got a you know fantastic record in the playoffs, Super Bowls, and Belichick as a coach. I mean, he's he's a juggernaut. He's, he's going to do something to to make life hard on you on both on offense and defense. So, like you said, Atlanta's got a you know real. Um, Great offense, high-powered, uh, NFL's highest-scoring offense, 33.8 per, points per game, um, the top of the NFC. And I think that, uh, you know, they have a lot of different ways to get points on the board, but you just never know what the Patriots are going to throw at them from a defensive standpoint. And, you know, I, I don't want to really bring this up in, you know, great, great detail, but Atlanta has had some issues in the past when it comes to big games. Now, they've kind of broken through that this year, and they have a chance to really break through that stigma uh, this coming Sunday. But, you know, you could, the Patriots can put a lot of pressure on you. And if you don't react to that pressure well in a big game like this, it can go south real quick. So I don't know. I don't really know how this game is going to play out, JR. I don't really have a good feel for it. Uh, the only thing I know is that the, the Falcons need to play um, next to perfect football in terms of turnovers and uh, keeping – the pressure on the Patriots from the standpoint of not going three and out, you know, they, they got to keep their offense on the field, in my opinion, uh, and, and kind of run some drives up, you know, kick some time off the clock while scoring points. Exactly. You know, Javon Hayward, I was still in the media, was very crucial is that 
he doesn't want the Super Bowl to be lost because of a missed extra point. That that, that new rule may make an extra point be a part of the game. And he'll hate to see somebody lose the Super Bowl because of a missed extra point early in the game or something like that. And I want to ask you that question. How you feel about that rule? Do you, do you like, like, like the, that rule, John? Do you think they should let it like it used to be? Or does it make the game more exciting with the missing extra points and having to go for two or the, the, the pick two that happened to Matt Ryan against, against Kansas City with Eric Berry, pick two going back and scoring and winning the game that way? So how do you like the new rules for the extra point rules in the NFL so far? I, I tend to – I mean, I don't necessarily have an issue with it, but it does bring into – it does bring things into play, different things into play. For instance, if you have – uh, if you jump offside or you fall start on an extra point attempt, you know, that might push you back to the point where it's not even, you know, it's even further than the, the new distance for the extra point. Whereas before, you know, kicking the little chippy, if something goes wrong, you get pushed back a few yards, no big deal. So it, it certainly brings a lot of different scenarios into play. And I don't think that's a terrible thing from the standpoint of a fan. Um, the extra point, I mean, it was really, there was nothing – to it. I mean, you, you didn't really miss a lot of extra points. Occasionally, you'd have one blocked or something of that nature, but it was kind of a, a given thing, and guys really, a lot of times, didn't even try to block it. It was just kind of like, you know, let's get kick it and be done with it. Now, it adds another element to the game, so I don't necessarily have an issue with it. It's been that way all season. If, if it has an effect on the Super Bowl, so be it. I mean, it's part of the game. Um, everybody, you know, it's not, not anything that they're doing new just for this game, so it's been part of it for you know, the entirety of the season. So I don't necessarily have an issue with it. I mean, it would definitely suck if someone lost because they missed, you know, an extra point at the end of the game or missed one at some point during the game. But the bottom line is, you know, you're, you're a pro kicker. You need to make that kick, whether it's a field goal, extra point, or, you know, anything in between, you, you need to execute it. So I don't have a problem with it. And it's another story I want to touch on for the closing segment is Super Bowl week. Because with Kyle Shanahan going to – it's we all know it's going to San Francisco – to be the new head coach, they're on a six-year deal. But the John Lynch hiring, like, under the radar, even the NFL insiders couldn't even get that one because John Lynch swore them to secrecy so nobody would know he was a candidate for that position with the 49ers. Uh, what do you feel about them going for a guy out the TV booth again like they did Matt Millen back in the day? I think they can John Lynch along with Kyle Shanahan and the guy from Denver that is signed as well, and probably Mark Dominic from GM Tampa Bay are going to do out there in San Francisco with that battery out there, with the Jay York you know, being the owner out there. Well, just to touch on, on Lynch for a minute, I mean, I that seems like a strange one to me. I mean, it doesn't – I don't remember him having um, a lot of or any coaching experience uh, that, to speak of. So I, I don't really know what the draw is there. Certainly he was a great player, but – uh, that one is a little bit um, strange to me, but in in an overall sense, Jr. As far as head coaches are concerned, I I like when teams go up, think outside the box and try guys out that don't necessarily. I, I don't like the retread coaching carousel. I'm right there I, just, with I can't you. stand I can't stand it when you know, for instance, a uh, Rex Ryan is constantly hired, you know, job after job after job, and they're not bad jobs. They're they're you know quality good jobs at the beginning. And it's like he's a hot commodity every time he's out of work. Well, he's out of work a lot, and that should tell you something. So, like, exactly. maybe you should, should hire, you know, a, a young up-and-coming guy who, you know, ha- has some fresh blood. I'd love to see some younger coaches uh, come through. And I think that the, if you look at across the, the college and 
pro landscape that the younger guys have been having success. And I think that there needs to be a little bit broader spectrum uh, that these owners hire from and general managers hire from in order to get, um, you know, the desired result. I understand you want to have somebody who's had longevity. You want to have somebody who's got a track record of success. But sometimes if you don't give the guy a shot, for instance, Bill Belichick, you know, he, he was basically run out of Cleveland by the media and, and the fans. And now look at him, you know, so you got to give these guys a chance. He was a young coach at that point. He wasn't, you know, he was, wasn't known other than his defensive coordinator skills. That's what he had hung his hat on at that point in his career. But now look at him. You got to take a chance on some of these guys. So it, it's, it's a strange one as far as Lynch is concerned, but just in an overall sense, I really wish they'd get some new blood in there. And final one for you, with Kyle Shanahan leaving the Falcons, the interested in hiring Chip Kelly to be the offense coordinator in Atlanta. I hope that's not true, but how could you see him and Matt Ryan in the Chip Kelly system? I don't really see it. I, I don't see – I think the Chip Kelly experiment's kind of over with at this point uh, in my eyes. There's when, – when you – he was great in college, right? Yes. And the, the thing about the college – player is that they will run through a brick wall for you no questions asked uh when you're having success and and he had a a great amount of success and he had a really fun and energetic program and when you take that to the pros um the pros aren't really into all that rah-rah stuff so much from the the coaching standpoint some coaches can get away with it because their players you know uh, maybe they were former players or you know what have you, but the players have a different level of respect for different guys. I, for whatever reason, I don't think that his style of coaching translates into the NFL, mainly because of it seems like it could be communication issues with the players. Um, I don't know that to be fact. I'm just kind of speculating here, but I just I think the experiment's over for him. Um, now he might catch on somewhere, like you said, and um, might come into Atlanta, but he would he's going to have to change his coaching style and not try to force this system that he brought from Oregon onto the team that he's coming to. You, you can't be that rigid and expect to be around long. I just, I don't see the longevity in his style of offense. Um, and I just don't, I, I don't see his appeal at this point. I'm right there with you. Well, folks, this has been a great show. Super Bowl preview right here on the Boston Man Show, Boston Radio Network, SuperRadioShow.com. But guess what's coming next? John and I bring this week's boss report coming up for you after the break. It's that new way. Future Hendrix. Yeah. Uh. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. Pop. Hey. I'm Dana Ford, head coach of the Tennessee State Tigers men's basketball team, and I'd like to invite you to be a part of the Rebound Foundation game that takes place February 16th at the Gentry Center at 8 p.m. Central and can be seen on ESPNU. The mission of the Rebound Foundation is to provide the necessary building blocks for women and children recovering from domestic violence. You can make a contribution without being at the game, 
at pledgeit.org, TSU Rebound Challenge. To find out more information about the Rebound Foundation, visit www.thereboundfound.org. You can also follow us on social media at the handle The Rebound Foundation. Help the Tigers stand up against domestic violence by pledging to end it. All your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft. Whether you just need a sounding board on decisions, or if you need them to conduct your entire draft, Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success, and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The baby album from Family Grinding NC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind, ENT. Believe in it, get it. In the Boss Man Show, we had Rob Bonner, Tennessee Vols, social head coach, Johnny Dawkins coach, UCF, nice Super Bowl preview. But now, you've waited the whole show. Now it's time for this Boss Report. John, are you ready for the Boss Report? You had one this year to get you back in the groove. Are you ready for this one night, Super Bowl weekend? Are you ready for it, John? <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. Again, like I haven't I haven't eaten, uh, eaten anything prior to the Boss Report. There's a strict regimen. Uh, you really want to just be on water, liquids, you know, liquid intake. A good hour. It's like swimming, but in reverse. You don't want to, you know, eat anything uh, too soon before you know the boss report because it's going to come back up. All right, well, folks, you've been waiting on it. It's time for it. It's here. It's the boss report. All right, brother. First story today is this Oregon man arrested attempting to steal car while receiving sloppy toppy. <laughs> in a manual transmission hoopty. <laughs> Dude, she's, 
That must have been like the best sloppy sappy ever. <laughs> ever. Like you're you couldn't stop because you're trying to steal the car. Like I, I the way that the story is written is that he was attempting to steal the car while getting the sloppy toppy. Like they were concurrent events. Yes, they were. Maybe I think what they meant, or maybe this, maybe not, because it's a soccer clip. But maybe he stole the car with his girl, and then the sloppy toppy took place. But the way that's written, indicates to me that these were concurrent events. Which I don't, I don't know how that is possible. But okay, I mean, Oregon man, like. There's, dude, there's some stuff going out on the West Coast right now. I don't even know. There's some something in the water going. Something's in the water out there because there's some there's some misbehavior going on out there. Well, Florida woman arrested for trespassing onto a Trump resort, smearing cars with bananas and shooting bows and arrows at people coming to the resort. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> what's the messing around on it? I just, was. like it, it seems like a pretty militant like pretty militant action where do the bananas come in at? like what <laughs> why did you think that smearing bananas on people's cars was detrimental to them in any way like exactly. a banana is the most benign fruit it's not gonna stink or anything it's basically just gonna you know be a banana on a car like you just hose it off like so what's the point <laughs> exactly. what's the point and I'll go on top of that like I mean uh, I'm not getting political on the show at all, but people are like have some serious derangement, man. You mentioned Donald Trump's name, and it's either real happy or real freaking sad. So exactly. real, I would say sad, mad. Like there's a serious people get uh, fired up about that man. Well, Georgia blind Georgia veteran arrested after faking blindness for 15 years, taking home. $400 in disability benefits after being caught driving away from Gilly Checkup. <laughs> Dude, you, you pretended you were blind for you said 15 years? Yes. I mean, at some point, you got to just let him keep the money, right? And just pat him on the back and be like, Dude, that, I mean, that's really good. That's pretty good. If you get away with it for 15 years now, he obviously, you know, got caught he, for doing something he, stupid. He's he never bold. done that. What, he, what's that? He, got, he got too bold. He got too he got bold. Too bold. Yeah. yeah, he got too bold. Now, 15 years, I mean, I listen, I guess I don't blame the guy. At some point, you're like, you know what? I'm just driving up there today. I'm sick of, I'm sick of taking, the, the, taking bus. the bus or walking <laughs> or whatever. I'm just driving up there. He rolls up. He rolls up in his Range Rover. <laughs> then they watched him get in the car. They taped it. And they went into his house and had him seized. Terrible. <laughs> That's hilarious. But at some point, I mean, you got to give the guy props, right? If he just rode the bus one more time, he would have been good. <laughs> one yeah. more time. Hey, you know, man, nobody likes taking that bus. Uh, trust me, I don't either. And Florida man arrested after wearing a mop on his head, terrifying neighbors with demands for, quote, eggs, condoms, socks, and a broom. <laughs> <laughs> I love when Florida man puts his shopping list together. <laughs> you never know what's on there, you know. Like I need a, I need scuba gear, an avocado, duct tape, and some eggs. <laughs> so, like, what are you doing? What, like, what are they all for the same thing? Or are these separate projects? What is going on, Florida man? Like, I, if you, 
I mean, that's that should really be another segment on the show, Jerry. We might have to go to an hour and 15 minutes because <laughs> we need to have a Florida man shopping list segment where we just, like, <laughs> email us a picture of your shopping list and let, let, us, let us dissect what's going on in your household. Exactly. I agree. I like that. I really do. Get this. We have a Georgia felon since the solitary confinement after admitting he's the quote running a legal drug ring from prison saying, quote, I'm the kingpin of this B. You can't stop me. So is a drug ring in prison I mean how how illegal is that really? I mean like if you're if you're in a prison environment, prison society with criminals, you guys are all still trying to do criminal things for the most part. So really I mean that Shouldn't that be like looked upon as acceptable behavior in that environment? You would think. I mean, what else are you supposed to do? You're in prison, you know. You still smoke your bud and whatever else kind of drugs you in there. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm not saying you should be doing it, but I mean, he's in prison. What do you expect? Exactly. We have a Florida man arrested after biting off man's ear and penis during fight over the last knee high peach at the corner store. Wait, wait. This is saying which which body part was uh, bitten off first. <laughs> the ear did the penis. The ear, <laughs> the ear was the appetizer. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude! I got to tell you, man. I I mean, in a fight, it, it's not unheard of to to bite somebody's ear. You know, like you're you're head to head and up there if you're wrestling around. Oh, whatever. I mean, that's it's dirty fighting, but okay, I could see that happening. But do you know how freaking vicious you got to be to bite off a dude's junk? Exactly. I mean, I, and that like that's kind of first of all, which way did you attack it? Exactly. Did you attack it straight on, or did you come from the side? Because that makes a difference. Sorry, he went from the side. That makes my that makes a difference in my perception of the situation. It <laughs> like, does. Like, oh Jesus, Jr. I don't know, man. Florida <laughs> man, it's just there is there is no greater thing on the face of the earth. And Coach Dawkins, <laughs> he he chose to become a Florida man, so I mean, we got we got to inform him of what's going on down there. Yes, we do. <laughs> exactly, and. A Georgia couple is charged in arrest after stealing get this four hundred fifty fifty thousand dollars worth of credit cards from their neighbors. Four hundred and sixty five thousand dollars? Of credit cards from their neighbors, yes. So they stole the credit cards and then ran up that much amount of debt? Yes. You are not gonna be getting any Christmas cookies from the neighbors come December, brother, I can tell you that. <laughs> There's not going to be a lot of love for you in the neighborhood. After you get out of jail, you might want to move out, move to a different location. Because that's rough, bro. That's a lot of dough for credit cards, too. Like, I mean, how many neighbors do they have? I mean, what do you think most people have? Like, I'm just throwing a number out there. $5,000 limit? $2,000 yeah, $5, limit? $5,000, $6,000, maybe 10 if they got good credit. So that's a lot of freaking, that's a lot of credit cards i mean i know some people that carry like that's how they operate like they they use credit cards and they continuously carry the debt and pay it off and you know they reap the rewards of whatever offers the credit cards have on them but 
I mean, if you've got like two or three different cards with, you know, high volume limits on them, but still that's a lot of people they had to rip off, right? Yes, a lot. Maybe they got lucky and like one of their neighbors had a black card. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Florida woman arrested after throwing bowling ball at her boyfriend after she misses her period. Dude, if you're throwing a bowling ball, like you, you like are raged out. I don't even care. Like it might be a small six and a half pounder. Tell you what, man, you throw a bowling ball. Like did she one hand, like one one arm overhand it? You know, like or did she go softball style or one, one arm detail? overhand? Jesus, she freaking did a little Carlton Fisk to the second base with that bad boy, huh? Oh yeah, over a missed cycle. <laughs> Oh, uh, I mean, I, I got a, I got a question for you. How easy do you think it would be to dodge a bowling ball that was thrown at you? Like, depending on the distance, you would think it would take a minute to get there, right? You would think, yes. I mean, I don't want to try it, but I, I would like to think I'm nimble enough to, to dodge <laughs> a, a bowling ball. Bowling ball dodge, yeah, you should be able to, yeah. I, I would hope so, but hey. Who knows? I am getting up there in years. Maybe my maybe my cat like reflexes aren't what they used to be. Exactly. And Merlin woman arrested after beating down a woman in beauty supply store for making uncanny remarks about her fake posterior. Um. Yeah. What's what state are we in? Maryland. Yeah, I'd say that's acceptable behavior for Maryland uh, woman at a beauty store. I mean, what's you know, you talk trash about someone's fake fake butt. You deserve to get beat. That's what I'm saying. You deserve it, Jr. I'm right Keep there with you. Next time, I'm right there with you. And Florida man arrested after calling police to report burglary, despite the fact he was the one who committed the burglary of bicycles, dogs, ice bags, and playstations. <laughs> ice bags. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of ice bags are we talking about? Like bags full of ice that you put in your freezer or like what? what are you Yo. <laughs> yeah, the ice bags of uh, the, from Sonic. Those are gas station ice bags, yeah. Oh, uh, man. Like here, here's the other thing that kills me about Florida, man. <laughs> I mean, Florida man, stays rack, he racks up the arrest, right? You would think at some point Florida policemen would be like, you know what? I don't even care anymore. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm just going to sit back and knock stuff out. And then, like, the the only things they'll respond to are, like, you know, hardcore, you know, penis bitings and, um, you know, uh, things that involve weapons, which is a lot of things for Florida, man. But, you know, th- this type of stuff, you, you'd think that at this point, the Florida cop would get the call and be like, you know what? Just, screw this. <laughs> screw this. Wake me up when somebody busts out a machete and lops off a dude's wiener. <laughs> Exactly. And a New Jersey man arrested after skipping out on, get this, over $58,000 in tolls. In toll, like toll booth tolls? Yes, toll, yes. Yes. <laughs> That's like a lifetime worth of driving on a turnpike, right? Yes. Oh my God. Like, I travel, you travel, and generally speaking, the most I rack up is, like, maybe 3 to $5 at a time. Now, I, I understand that probably up in that area that the tolls are higher, but I, how does that even work, though? Because around here, like, on the on the Ohio Turnpike JR, you can either do, like, Easy Pass, pay ahead, and just, you know, 
Keep same going. in Georgia, the Peach Pass. Same as Georgia, Peach Pass. Right. Or pay pay as you go through. So how do they do that over there? Like I don't understand. They send you a bill like as you drive through or something. I guess so. How That's crazy, you, dude. Think you okay? What rack up this much money? Over fifty-eight thousand dollars in tolls for real. I'm glad that they don't do it that way around here because I'd be that dude. I'd be like, <laughs> I'm just gonna get parking tickets when I'm downtown, and I'm dude. I put my parking tickets and like, rack them up three, four hundred bucks before I pay that. Before I pay this thing off. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh oh, here we go. Florida man arrested after hit man in the head with bike at Dick Sporting Goods and cutting his junk off with a saw after seeing him give his baby mama a business card in the store. Oh, my God. <laughs> Talk about overreacting. Jesus. Okay, first part of the story. What is up with people using sporting goods to this week? Somebody chucked a bowling ball. This dude's getting busy with a bicycle. Like how, it's not easy to pick up a bike and swing it. Like, what? With a, a kid's BMX? Like, that's what I would be able to do. I couldn't, like, use a mountain bike. I'm not picking a mountain bike up to swing at somebody. And beyond that, like, what? Why are they cutting the dude's junk off? Like, what kind of saw do they have at Dick's Sporting Goods? Exactly. Are they in, like, the, in the campfire section? Or, like, where? Like, what? Exactly. I don't know, dude. When I go to Dick's, you know, I'm picking up some, you know, workout gear, um, with some golf equipment. I never have I shopped in the saw section. Like, what? <laughs> where, where's the saw section at Dick's? Exactly. It's just thing to, to lop off the dude's wiener. He would have had to like either pants him or reach in and pull it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. That is a lot of effort. Like, just if you want to go for the junk. Just kick him, kick him. Just kick him in the junk and be done with it. Now, it's, that's not acceptable to me as a man. Like, I wouldn't kick another man in the junk unless it was, like, you know, life or death. If somebody was about to, you know, chop off my wiener with a with a saw and dicks, yeah, I'd go for the junk. But, um, you know, I, why, why do you have to dismember the dude for the rest of his life? I guess that's what I'm saying. Come on. Exactly. Exactly. And, uh. Georgia man arrested after attempting to rob Sitco with a machete after they was out of roasted chicken. <laughs> it's some good roasted chicken, though, dude. Like, <laughs> who have you ever in your life, Jr. But carrying a machete around for no reason at all. Never. No. Like who? Who is just rolling with a machete? Who is that? Like Georgia, Florida man, obviously. I, I guess so. Like, do they pass them out for your, like, 16th birthday? Oh, Jimmy, I got a new car. Sweet. Cool. Here's your machete. Okay, thanks, Dad. Like, what? Like, what? Why are you rolling around with a machete? It's not a small, it's not a small so, uh, sword, knife, tool, whatever you want to call a machete. They're not small. Exactly. Not at all. Uh-oh, here we go. Naked Florida man arrested after jumping through neighbor's roof to freak wife while husband was at third, at third shift working. That's pretty solid. Like he 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 came to the party naked. Yeah, he jumped through, through the roof to get to the freak the wife while the husband was third shift working. So, wait, he he jumped into the house through the roof. <laughs> yes, yes. How the hell you? Do- 
there's living in some kind of jalopy where there's a man, a manhole, or big, a hole big enough for a man in the roof. <laughs> he landed in the bed with the wife too. That's what made it even worse. Florida man is. <laughs> I mean, he is breaking records tonight. Like what? I don't even know, dude. I mean, that might be the zaniest thing Florida man's ever done. Exactly. Like oh wizard. my god! <laughs> we got a few more to go to here. Like a, we have a, like a naked wizard. <laughs> exactly. Whoa! I'm in there. Are you for real? <laughs> like, man. Jamaican woman is busted smuggling, get this, $7,000 worth of cocoa in her patty box. I mean, I don't, we've had these before, and I just, it's not a safe place to store your coke, right? <laughs> it's just not. It's just not a safe place. Exactly. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I just, I understand that you probably took precautions before you put it up there, but really, it's just. I mean, there's got to be a better way. I mean, the back door is not much better at all, but I would say that maybe in this instance it is. You know, uh, I don't know. Don't set it up on your front porch. Maybe swing it around back, I guess, is what I'm saying. Exactly. Well, pregnant Florida woman arrested after beating up pregnant sister, learning that sister was she's pregnant by her baby daddy. Is <laughs> a pregnant woman fight? Yes. I've never in my life seen one of those, dude. I've seen some women fight, but some two pregnant women fighting, like, yes. Depending on how far along you are, like you might and not even be able to that. like. Sisters at that too. You know, like their their pregnant bellies are hitting, and their fists won't reach to the face. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> Terrible. That would definitely be a sight right there. Wow. Well. Georgia man arrested after being caught throwing gerbils, hamsters, and lab rats at animals at the Atlanta Zoo to, quote, power them up. To power them up? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he, he was throwing, just repeat it for me one, one more time, please. He was gerbils, throwing what? hamsters, and lab rats. Were they like magic or something? Like what? <laughs> were they playing a video game? How do those rodents power up the other animals. I don't understand. <laughs> Me, I don't get it either. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> and what, how many did he have? Did it say like how many he was throwing? It did not say that, unfortunately. Because I have this image of a dude walking around with a sack of rodents just chucking them, <laughs> chucking them around. Like, <laughs> I can get it if you were carrying like one or two in your pockets. Okay, I could probably believe that. But like, if you were just chucking them up, like left and right, and you had a whole big bag of them. Like, where did you get them from? Exactly. Exactly. Woo-wee. Two more to go, people. Florida man arrested after throwing dogs off bridge to see if they can fly. What? Like, what? Dude, that's terrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> see if they can fly. The answer is yes, but only for a minute. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, dude, what is up with chucking animals, man? Why? Why? I don't get it. This has been a deep report. This report day has been very deep today. It's did she put deep. wings on them, like, to, to, to help them? Or, like, did she try to... <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> well, uh, the following one for you, John, is this the, the day is this. Florida man is arrested 
I've attempted to call Texas. Now I've been able to reach Texas and then plow through neighborhoods with forklifts in retaliation to Texas. Now answer his phone call. <laughs> Texas, pick up the phone, man. What the hell? <laughs> I mean, come on. It's 2017. Bust up the answering service. Come on, you're a giant state. You got money. Hire a, hire a freaking service. You can't just let the phone go to voicemail. That's terrible. <laughs> Look what happened. Oh, man. Woo-wee, John. This has been a very deep report today. What has been your take on today's report? Florida man's coming out of the box hot in 2017, bro. I mean, there's... Whoo, I just, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to go home and see if I can throw my bowling ball out in the front yard and see what happens. Exactly. Let's get a distance check, JR. You do your bowling ball, and I'll do mine. We'll see who wins. Okay. I I, I got a 10-pounder here at the, here at the box window studio. It's all good. A 10-pounder? Shit, I'm yes. going to throw like a – I'm, I'm going to go up to the bowling alley and borrow like a sixer. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you're cheating there. You're cheating. <laughs> you're cheating. You're cheating now. All right, all right, all right, all right. If you're throwing a 10-pounder, I'll throw a 10-pounder. You know, look here. All I'm saying, people, don't don't go to Dick's Sporting Goods this week or don't go to the beauty supply store or just don't go anywhere right now because you're in trouble. <laughs> Dude, I tell you what, man. If you do go out, you better put on a cup. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yes. Well, folks, like I said, it's been a great show for you. We just bought support at BostonRadioShow.com. Hello, I'm Dana Ford, head coach of the Tennessee State Tigers men's basketball team, and I'd like to invite you to be a part of the Rebound Foundation game that takes place February 16th at the Gentry Center at 8 p.m. Central and can be seen on ESPNU. The mission of the Rebound Foundation is to provide the necessary building blocks for women and children recovering from domestic violence. You can make a contribution without being at the game at pledgeit.org, TSU Rebound Challenge, to find out more information about the Rebound Foundation, visit www.thereboundfound.org. You can also follow us on social media at the handle The Rebound Foundation. Help the Tigers stand up against domestic violence by pledging to end it. all your photo video and voiceover needs check out the fine folks blu-ray productions they will take good care of you if you don't believe me you can see for yourself check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv the facebook page blueberry productions also vimeo page a youtube page and it's blueberry b-l-u-b-e-r-r-y prod on twitter check them out today blueberry productions great people great work great service Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. 
Drafting Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. Today we have them from Family Grind ENC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it.